Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and I love hanging out with you here in podcast land. It's so fun to chat, learn, and hear stories together. I'm just so glad that you're here. I have something really exciting to share today before we get started with our guest. My launch team for my new book, Happily Ever After All, is starting. So if you're interested in being on the launch team for my first release or know someone who is, I would love it. I think it's going to be super fun to connect with you in this way. And to be really honest, I have an amazing team supporting me and surrounding me with my publisher, and they will make sure that this experience is super meaningful for you too. If you're interested in being on the launch team, check out the link in the show notes for the application. That just helps us keep everyone straight and you'll hear from us within a week or so. The launch team will run from April 5th to June 5th. So I would love to have you check the link in the show notes and fill out that form. Now, on to some really good stuff. Today's guest is my new friend and yours, Casey Wayne. Casey is a devotional writer and author of Abundant Fruit, a 28-day devotional for moms. She is a wife and a mother of two who enjoys time with her family doing simple things like movie nights and cooking together. Casey strives to share her story with relatable honesty, showing how God is faithful throughout the big and small moments of life. She has a heart for encouraging the faith walk of other moms. I know you will hear it in her conversation today praying that they gain a deeper connection with our Heavenly Father. Casey and her family live in Carleton, Georgia, which I learned is a suburb of Atlanta. I know you will just love hearing Casey's sweet heart on the episode today, and whether you're a mom or not, you will totally leave encouraged. I'm not a mom. I would love to be a mom, but I'm not a mom yet, and I just left this conversation totally encouraged. Casey has a super steady faith, and it's really evident in the words that she shares with us. Her devotional book is pretty good too, and that's linked in the show notes, so make sure that you check it out. Hey, remember... Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're a part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show will provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask. To tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible create things for others to enjoy. Because what actually is life if it's not shared? Here is my conversation with Casey Wayne. Casey, welcome to Wife Me Up. I'm so glad and so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, I'm excited to be here. Good. Can you just introduce yourself to our community, to our listeners, tell us who you are, what you do in the world, anything you want to share? Okay. So um, my name is Casey Wayne. I am a mom, um, currently stay-at-home mom, former teacher, uh, devotional writer, author, and um, in general, just um, uh, the best struggling to be the best Christ follower I can be. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all just striving? (laughs) Casey, I ran into your book 
I'm not even sure where, to be honest. I think maybe on Instagram through some other writerly friend connections, I feel like. Um, and it was super captivating. The cover is, first of all, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous cover of a book, um, but it's called Abundant Fruit and it's a 28 day devotional for moms. Now I'm not a mom yet, but I love the fruit of the spirit. I love talking about it. And I love moms, love moms, love moms, love my mom. Um, so I just want to know what spurred this book on, what spurred this particular content on? How did you know that like this devotional was the book that you wanted to write to encourage moms? So the short version to all of that, let's just say God placed a lot of puzzle pieces together <laughs> to, to get this end result. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so basically a whole series of things occurred as God usually does. <laughs> and um, so I, I went from teaching to becoming a stay at home mom. And um, he just kind of put it on my heart to start writing for him. I started on social media and from there, um, despite my um, hesitation, he kept persisting that you will write a book. I want you to write a book. I want you to write a book. And so after a while, um, I said, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he actually reminded me of, of a moment years prior, um, kind of in a crisis moment in the midst of being a teacher where honestly I wanted to quit teaching sure. that he brought me to my knees and the fruit of the spirit was a verse that he um, he gave to me that day uh, in the midst of struggling with his plan over my plan uh, that verse became what he gave me when I tried to um, in my naivety insist that God give me a list and a plan. He said, this is the plan because ultimately you know what we, no matter what we do in our lives, um, being the fruit of the spirit to the rest of the world is, um, the most important thing for us to do, no matter where we are in our career or what we're doing, being Jesus to this world. And so, um, that verse, um, he brought back to my heart that verse and wanted, despite the fact that I had other plans and had more <laughs> content for other topics, he said, no, 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 this is why I told you, um, you know, in hindsight, I didn't even realize until I almost launched the book. He, he, in his kindness reminded me, do you remember that day? Like four years ago, I told you, you would write this for me. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, okay, whatever your will, not mine. And yeah. so that's, that's where I went from there. I, I'm a list person. So I was like, okay, I can work with this. <laughs> what an epic story too of surrender, how you had something else in mind, another content in my other content, even maybe more content in mind for something else. And God was like, that's fine, but this is better. And you had to surrender. What was, what was that feeling like of just being knowing that this was the thing you were supposed to do as opposed to the something that you already had kind of created uh it was a little nerve-wracking yeah. <laughs> um you know god and his kindness kind of puts you on a path and you have stepping stones and um so he i had already walked through that that kind of big moment with him where i really had to surrender my plans just in, in relation to my career in general and so that uh, prepared me for that moment of, hey, remember, you're supposed to be doing my plan, not yours. And so um, while that de decision every day to 
choose his plan over my own is never completely easy. In that moment, uh, he had prepared my heart um, to make that leap. Um, you know, my mind was okay with it. It still took a little bit of, you know, egging <laughs> myself on. Um, yeah. Especially because, you know, I'm like, okay, well, how am I supposed to figure out how to do this? Like, I've never written anything. Like, I was a biology major. Like, I don't know. How am I, what am I supposed to do with this? But, like you know, a science and, book? You want science <laughs> Right, book? right. Like, I'm an animal lover. My plan was to work in a zoo. You know, like, that was my original plan. And then I, you know, so anyway. Um, it, it just was abundantly clear in my past in, in his faithfulness that, you know, um, his his plan definitely always works out better than mine ever has. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, and so um, while it was nerve-wracking and, and there was a little bit of tension there, I had complete peace over the fact that I know mm. if I make this leap, he's got me. Yeah, that's an, that's an awesome... Uh thought like having complete peace even in the midst of like I'm I this is not what I had pictured but here I am anyway and this is what I'm doing and and I know that the Lord is in it I know that he's here and so I'm just going to keep moving forward with this thing absolutely absolutely I tell people all the time like if (laughs) if someone looked looked at my life on paper particularly like say a resume sure (laughs) I if you if you look at a paper resume of my career I'm not even sure if you could call it that um in the absence of the faith story behind all of it I look like a crazy person (laughs) but but I mean in the bible even says that we will be seen as crazy people I don't even remember which verse it is but I've actually found a verse somewhere where it says like we will lose our minds they'll say we'll lose our minds yes yes and so you know what's kind of comforting to me when I start feeling self-conscious about that uh, you know say okay but like the bible says that you know by the world's standards Mm -hmm. they they will not understand Mm -hmm. they will not understand and that's okay yeah um yeah. You know, so I've just had to come to terms with the fact that there's going to be people, people that just don't understand. But ultimately, um, I have to trust his faithfulness and his provision along the yeah. way. You said something um, really interesting. You said, you know, I had to make a choice to choose God's plan over my plan. And I, I, I don't know if maybe you feel the same. Maybe I'm just looking for a little affirmation here, but <laughs> or validation. <laughs> um, <laughs> That sometimes feels like a daily choice and even sometimes like boiling it down like an hour by hour choice sometimes to say like, I'm going to choose to trust Jesus in this thing rather than my own, whatever it is, my own strength, right? Do you, do you find that that's a daily choice too or? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. There's times where I think, you know, I mentioned I used to be a teacher and now say her mom. I mean, that being a stay-at-home mom I mean it's it becomes a daily choice to wake up and do do um what God called me to do because that was not my plan and and all those little details you know I think to myself sometimes gosh you know I'd rather have a room full of middle schoolers right now than this one three-year-old that is just spinning me in circles (laughs) you know like absolutely it it is a it is a daily um daily thing and there's seasons to it you know there's sometimes you know it's always it's always easier to remain in god's plan when we when when we so clearly see his faithful provision in the midst of it 
Yeah. Um, but you know, there's kind of these ups and downs, there these moments um, in the waiting, yeah, in the trusting, <laughs> yeah, that you're like, oh, maybe I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I didn't do this right. Am I yes. sure? <laughs> right. Satan starts creeping in, you know, because I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, in my mid, getting to the point of mid thirties, and you know, yeah. like I really, I really don't have much of a career history. You know, what happens if or when I decide to go back to some sort of job when the kids right. go to school? You know, right. I start panicking, and Satan starts, um, you know, getting in my brain, and and yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a daily decision to get up and trust God with the big picture and the the small details. Yeah. Yeah. And I think God's enemy loves to make us panic. You know, like God is a God of order and not chaos. And he's a God of clarity and not confusion. And so any of those opposite things of God's Mm -hmm. character, like, of of course, his enemy would want to like, you know, attack us in those ways. Mm -hmm. It's just boring. He's got no new tricks. He's so boring. Your book is really a book of encouragement and it kind of walks moms through the fruit of the spirit. And something I love about it because I love a very practical take home situation is that each day has this daily challenge towards spiritual growth. So can you talk to us a little bit um, about the take homes in the book, about the daily challenge for each day and why was that so important for you to include? So I am also a very practical, straightforward person. Uh, the The teacher and me for sure um, you know, really wants, not only wants from other things, other materials that I utilize or read, I, I like having very practical things for myself. And I wanted to make sure when I wrote this book that it was very practical, um, place for, for moms to be able to engage and pull something away from it. Yeah. Uh, it's also very intentional that, they are all so short, concise, and clear. I mean, that's in yeah. general, that's my writing style anyway. Yeah. But I wanted it to be very clear, straight to the point, and give everybody something to hold on to and actually apply. Once again, that's kind of that teacher in me, a way to apply it into their everyday life. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it. Yes, I like to, I like the idea of, you know, inspiring and encouraging in general, but I think ultimately as Christians, we are called to take that information and make sure that we are applying it to our everyday lives. And so that those challenge questions were really um, just kind of the general idea of wanting to make sure that we are, we are applying it, but um, also just making sure that we are focused on what we can do to make progress in our spiritual growth because that's a core component to the book is making sure that we chase progress not perfection is the goal Um, yeah um and as a mom that has to be so hard you know you're you have to prioritize your time with the Lord, your spiritual growth, um, while you're raising tiny little babies. And yeah, I just can't imagine waking. I, I have the freedom as someone who doesn't have children yet to wake up and have my quiet time, have my time with the Lord without mm-hmm. anybody else demanding anything from me in my home anyway. Like there are people mm-hmm. in my home <laughs> demanding things from me. Um, 
So why, why is it so important for a mom to prioritize her spiritual growth? Like what, how would you, what would you say to a mom to encourage her to prioritize that part of her life? Because much like anything else, when it becomes to motherhood, you know, we can't, we can't, and in general, motherhood or just any, anybody that's consistently pouring into others, mm-hmm. you have to stay connected to the source of your strength mm-hmm. and the source of everything you need to be able to pour into others. And so if you don't take the time to do that, um, you know, th- there's all, all sorts of talk all over the place about self-care. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't... I, I don't necessarily disagree with self-care, but I think one of the the biggest um, things that are is missed in all of that is that ultimately, if you f- call yourself a follower of Christ, your number one form of self-care, you want to call it that, is making sure you stay connected to Jesus. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. I, trust me. I, I love sitting and having a meal by myself. I love yeah. going to get, you know, pedicures, whatever. Sure. But none of that is ultimately going to help me in the long run. Yeah. If I'm not staying connected to my source of encouragement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 The vine, right? Like we have to stay connected. Yeah. I am not a mom yet. A lot of my friends are moms my family. I know a lot of our listeners are moms and something that I hear a lot from moms, especially moms of young kids like you have, um, is that they can just feel really lonely and isolated in the season where it's just the monotony of raising these babies every single day. We're feeding and cleaning and feeding and cleaning and cooking and cleaning. And that's just kind of what we do. And I'm sure moms talk to you about this a lot as you've you know spoken at different events and shared different things about being a mom in this season. Can you just talk to us about the importance of connectivity and community while raising babies? And if there was a mom who's listening, who's struggling today, what would you say to encourage her? Um, first of all, the, the main thing, the first step is understanding you are not alone. Yeah. Um, you are not alone in your stress, in your worry. Yeah. A lot of times we can feel like as moms that, oh, we're messing it up and we're the only ones messing it up. Everyone else mm-hmm. seems to understand what they're supposed to be doing. But the reality is, is we're all struggling. Yeah. So yeah. that's the first thing that I want every mom to know is that you are not alone and that every mom is struggling in some way (laughs) no matter what age their kids are yeah um and then the second thing is that um you know community yes community is is absolute key and where where you feel like you are able to to stretch yourself stretch your schedule and connect with other moms I wholeheartedly encourage you to do that. Mm. I've, you know, trying to connect with people in all sorts of ways. I'm also a natural extrovert for the most part. <laughs> um, so it's like, I'm just drawn to it, but I know like my husband's an introvert and I know moms who are introverts who, who yeah. like it's, it absolutely terrifies them as much as it terrifies them to feel alone in their circumstance. It terrifies them to make that step. Yeah. Even me as an extrovert, sometimes it's, it can be intimidating, but yeah. I just want to encourage moms and women in general, 
uh, to take that leap of faith and trust God with that. Yeah. Um, and if you go to a mom group or you try to connect, you know, um, try to be intentional. Do your research to see if there's a local moms group. There's mom groups. There's, you know, Mother Morning Out. You know, yeah. There's churches that do that sort of thing. You know, just just put yourself out there at what point, whatever extent you feel comfortable and see what God can do with that. Yeah. Um, because if you if you trust him in that, he will bring the right people in your path to yeah. give you that encouragement that you need. Um, because it is important. It's important for us as moms and it's important for us in general as Christians. You know, yeah. the, the scripture tells us that we should be in a community yeah. with other Christians. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's beautiful. And, and it's true no matter what season of life you're in, right? Whether you have little kids or your children are grown or they're in college or you don't have children at all, we're created for connectivity. And there's a lot of power in community and doing life together. And just the constant reminder, like you said, that we are never alone, um, truly, we are never alone. And so it's a great place to, kind of even see more of God's character, right? Like when we're mm -hmm. connected in community, we learn more about other people's experience with God. And I feel like, you know, in my experience, community has just made God bigger to me. You know, I'm learning more about who he is and what he does and how he operates and seeing him show up in my friends' lives and my neighbors' lives is sometimes even more encouraging than what I'm even asking for in my prayer life or, or what I'm seeing in my own life. So it is it is a really important place regardless um, of where you are in your life. But I think especially for moms to be able to just kind of walk through that season together is so, so, so important. Yeah. And we ultimately have to look at the example of Jesus, right? I mean, there were times where he rested and he he went yeah. off by himself. But the reality is, is he, he, you know, had a group of people. He had community. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's important for us all to have that, to not only have the opportunity to experience God yeah. through others, but help others see God through us as well. You know, we're yeah. called to do that for others as well. Yeah. Casey, um, before we ask our last question, I have one more question that's okay. not on the sheet that I just thought of in my head. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite part of your book? Like was one part you writing it or, or do you have like a part where people are giving you feedback or, list, or listeners, mm. readers are giving you feedback where you're like, man, I didn't think that would land as well as it did, but that thing landed. Yeah. So it's funny you say that because yeah i have you know i had like a launch team or whatever and beta readers and all that and yeah it is an interesting process to go through because Ugh. there are there are things that you know i thought in the midst of writing it like oh this is this is awesome like people are gonna love this like this is a great quote and then and then when i would get feedback i'm like they liked that like that was their favorite quote like it's that, so true. Like that's so far from what I would have picked as a favorite quote, right? So, yeah. but some of it I'm like, okay. I mean, but that just goes to show you, you know, God could use can use anything, you know. And yeah. once again, you know, my my plan and my expectation can be one thing, and God will use God will use different parts of it for different people, right? That's right. So yeah. it, that's and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, my I don't know that I'd say my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, a love-hate relationship um, 
with pretty much the whole section of, um, you know, it's over the nine parts of the fruit of the spirit, three over each thing. And so the last one, which is self-control, which is arguably the one that I struggle with the most. I'd like to joke that um, God put that one last for a reason. <laughs> yeah. you know, you kinda, it'll work on all the other ones and then, you know, you get to self-control and you're like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, there, there is a certain level of, I feel like, spiritual discipline that uh, once you kind of work through the other ones, getting to self-control, is it's really, really... Uh, it's hard. (laughs) And so that section of the book in particular is an area where I kind of have a love-hate relationship, but it's also where I have seen God work the most in me in recent years and where I feel like I have a lot to share because of how much work he has done in me in those areas. That's beautiful. I feel like, um, isn't that true? It's the, the revelation verse, like they're overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony. Like I can share this thing cause I've been through this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Hey, where can listeners get the book? Anywhere books are sold? They are on currently on Amazon. Amazon, okay, perfect. Yes, Amazon is the main place for them right now. I haven't gotten them. The only bookstores I have them in are currently just local in my local area. So if you're in the so, Atlanta area, check out a bookstore for Casey's book. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in Noonan, a bookstore, Noonan Square in Georgia, and um, our church, my church has them. But other That's than awesome. that, it really hasn't gotten very far. I'm working in God's timing. That's God's right. plan, not mine. <laughs> so, you know, Amazon. I learned this week, I learned this week that um, Amazon controls 80 to 90% of distribution in books. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I... It was, for some reason, mind-boggling to me. <laughs> I was like, wow, why Why are we sending it, especially, especially as self-publishing has become more and more uh, of an interest to a lot of people. Yeah. Their, their, their program, whatever you want to call it, their Amazon KDP has become an, a huge outlet an yeah. avenue for a lot of people to be able to to get what they want out there yeah um, and I think it, it's it so is so cool i think it's it gives a lot of people an opportunity to share a story that even 10 years ago five years ago in traditional mm-hmm. publishing we wouldn't hear each other's stories but mm-hmm. now we can. i think it's awesome yeah <laughs> i love it okay casey Here's the real deal. This is the last question that we ask every single guest on Wife Me Up. And it's one of my favorites because uh, we just get to see some like threads of God's character. It's super cool. So it's always the same. What do you know about God now after walking through this last season of your life that maybe you didn't know before? Um, <clears throat> that, gosh, that's a big question. As everybody um, <laughs> says the same thing. They're like, that's nice. I'm like, I warned you. <laughs> that ultimately he will provide mm. the big and small. God's provision has been huge in my story in so mm. many ways, in the details and the big things. Mm. God will provide. Where yeah. his pl- where his plan is, he provides. That's right. That that'll preach. That is so good. I'm writing that down. Um, 
I think that's true. And it's hard to see that sometimes, right? But then when it happens, you're like, oh, I know that about God. That's true. Yeah, he put <laughs> You're like, why would I ever forget that little piece of snippet, you know, goodness for us? He wants to provide for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, thank you so much for being on Wife Me Up today. It's so fun to have you listeners. We will link Casey's book in our show notes so that you can um, check it out. Abundant Fruit. It's a 28-day devotional for moms on the fruit of the spirit. So Casey, thanks for writing that. And thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little segment where we share things that are making our world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better, too. Today, Megan Recommends, listening to Casey. Casey, what do you got? So my biggest recommendation um, is simply read your Bible. Hmm. As simple as that sounds, the impact that can make. And I have experienced this myself in recent years, uh, God convicting me, uh, read your Bible. Now, devotions are great. Devotional books are great. I have one <laughs> that I wrote. <laughs> I wrote one. <laughs> but ultimately, I have I actually have another friend of mine who is a devotional writer in the front of her book. It was so beautifully written that she, she simply said, if you only have time to read one thing in your day, read your Bible. That's right. Mm. Um, To ultimately have him and his words above all be your source. All these supplemental resources are great, but read your Bible first and foremost. That's so good. I love it. Listeners, you heard it here first. Read your Bible. Casey, thanks so much for the recommendation. Hey everybody, and welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little segment where we share things that are making our world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better too. Today, Megan Recommends, listening to Casey. Casey, what do you got? So my biggest recommendation um, is simply read your Bible. Hmm. As simple as that sounds, the impact that can make. And I have experienced this myself in recent years, uh, God convicting me, uh, read your Bible. Now, devotions are great. Devotional books are great. I have one (laughs) that I wrote. (laughs) I wrote one. (laughs) But ultimately, I I actually have another friend of mine who is a devotional writer in the front of her book. It was so beautifully written that she, she simply said, if you only have time to read one thing in your day, read your Bible. That's right. Mm. Um, To ultimately have him and his words above all be your source. All these supplemental resources are great, but read your Bible first and foremost. That's so good. I love it. Listeners, you heard it here first. Read your Bible. Casey, thanks so much for the recommendation. Thank you.